With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. To 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil, Lacazette, Ozil! Welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. My name's Lewis, and uh, I'm joined by three uh, very special gentlemen this evening. Uh, I've got I've got Sheldon in the building. Yeah, what's, well, it's what's not actually on, the building, is it? I don't know why I said the building. We're like, <laughs> we're, we're recording this over Skype, bro. Yeah, that's, <laughs> bro, that's building, the semantics. It? Semantics. It doesn't yeah, matter, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so used to doing the building thing. I need to switch it up a little bit. Uh, we got we got Leo uh, on yeah, on the uh, on the old uh, Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, and we've got uh, Deluded Gooner as well. How you doing, man? 
Thanks for having me, man. I'm sweet. Oh, no, it's all, it's all our pleasure, man. It's all our pleasure. Uh, before we get into things, guys, I've got a few house housekeeping things to to get rid of first. Um, as you guys probably know, we've got a live show coming up. Uh, that's a Touchdown Frackers live show, not a Touchy Gooners live show. Although the Touchy Gooners will be there in full attendance. Um, it's on the 15th of December. We're going to be doing a, a live streaming of the Arsenal City game as well as the United Everton game. Um, you can get your tickets on shibs.com. So come and join us in the despair. Sean, I'm sure you'll be there. Um, just hey, bro, it's the day after your time. birthday, though. It's the day after my birthday, bro. Oh, so yeah. Depends, how, depends how sober pissed. I am. So, yeah, the next day. Uh, all right, well, there are even more reasons to come to see Sean hangover and yeah, yeah, me sure. sort of, yeah, dealing with it. But, um, yeah, get your tickets on ships.com. I believe they're £12.50. Um, and come and join us uh, for for what should be a, a, an interesting day as we get slapped by Man City. But, yeah, um, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the, um, the game on the weekend, obviously. Um... Deluded. I'm going to call you deluded because most people know you're deluded. Um, <clears throat> what was your expectations going into the game? Because I think I'm right in saying I'm, I'm I'm pretty comfortable in saying that me, Leo, and Sean uh, were we we were relatively like comfortable losing that game as long as it meant like an extra nail in the coffin for Emery to go. Um, <laughs> did you? I, I've seen a few tweets from you on Twitter. And you had like, oh, no, opposing... man, drop anything like that. Rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I've seen. Like you, 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 you know, you were a bit anti that kind of uh, that logic. So yeah, just tell me what your expectations of the game leading into it were. Well, I can't lie. For me, I never want Arsenal to lose. I hear what you man are saying, but me personally, it's counterproductive for me because I'm gonna be pissed off same way. But. Going into the game, we all knew we'd get our asses handed to us against Leicester, man. I, I, it's a weird game because it was stale, defeative. Like, really lacked anything, but people probably say for 70 odd minutes we were in it, but there was really nothing. I'd actually argue Leicester didn't even have to be at their best to beat us. It's just the latest woeful performance away from home. In fact, I say away from home, we can actually say at home this season, but just lifeless, my guy, man. It was. Um, I, I was one of those people who were saying, like, I, li- I think literally just before Leicester scored, I, I messaged in the group chat, I can't remember what group chat, I was like, are you, have you guys been a bit disappointed by Leicester so far? Because I was kind of hoping they would give it to us, like, you know, get at least three goals. And and then it kind of puts Emery in a position where his position's untenable. A 2-0 defeat, there's no... There's shame to it, but it's not, like, completely shameless considering the season Leicester are having. You know, they're very good at home. Um, they're, they're a strong side, generally speaking. So a 2-0 defeat isn't, you know, it isn't... Um, a catastrophe um but so yeah i was a little bit disappointed that leicester didn't really go for it with us and i kind of expected a little bit more but maybe i was expecting too much um given like the circumstances um sean and leo what did you what did you guys think of the arsenal performance in general i mean it was it was a bit it's tough because i want to say it was a little bit better but Really, it wasn't. The, the the other performances have just been so dire that any semblance of improvement means that you're like, oh, Arsenal are looking a bit better, you know. But really, it wasn't. Nothing really happened. It, they 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 tried to stay in it, and you can tell that the manager was trying to stay in the game rather than win it. And that's where the if problem lies for me. Reset, yeah, he he didn't want to lose, so it was more like, okay, cool, let's try and contain them, and if we can hit them once or twice on a counter, create one or two good chances and and nick it, cool. That's Stoke-level thinking. Like, for me, you're thinking like you're Stoke. That's dead. 
Arsenal should be going out there to impose their game on the opposition, and that didn't happen. For me, I think Leicester paid Arsenal way too much respect. They, they, they kind of said, all right, cool, it's Arsenal. Let's, let's press but keep our shape. They didn't go ham. I've seen them go at it with other teams and destroy them. And they could have done that to Arsenal and they didn't. So I feel like Leicester should have come out the block. You still think they're wary of our player quality? And... I, I, yeah, I feel like they kind of said, all right, cool, Arsenal have got a bit of quality in the ranks and they can, they can hit you on the counter. They've got quick players. Urza was, was obviously going to be in the team. Good on the counter, good in transition. So it's, it's a pro- it could be a problem if you go gung-ho. So I, kind of, I feel like they played within themselves a bit. But once you're hitting 70 minutes, 65 minutes, the manager's then telling you, you know what, go for it, man. It's nil-nil. Mm-hmm. Might as well just throw the kitchen sink at them, see what happens. They came at us and we got battered from that point onwards. So, yeah, for me, it was it's more of the same, man. Nothing's really different. Uh, what about you, Sean? Um, yes, it's similar to what the guys have said. Um, it, it was interesting after the, the game, like, Damari Gray was like, uh, I, sp- I said to one of our teammates um, during the game, I was like, Arsenal defending very, very deep, like, this is a great chance to get at them. I was like, bro, have you not been watching us all season? Like, this is uh, this is this, this this is this is pretty much every game. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised. Didn't expect us to win. Um, he, he he sort of split the striker. So you saw Oba was to the left um, and and Laka was to the right. But we were virtually defending with all with all sort of ten players. And and I think uh, to to the point um, Leo made as well. Leicester showed Arsenal a lot a lot of respect. Partly because there is there is still a lot of quality in the team, but obviously. It doesn't look good in practice because of how we've been playing under Emery for, for far too long now. So they didn't really have anything to fear. We we, did, we didn't pose anything, even though like uh, people did say for 70 minutes, it, it did look OK. But obviously the bar is in hell, to be honest. So, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, we're, we're starting at a really, really low bar. So, yeah, um, the goals eventually came. Leicester very, very much deserved to win. Um, and yeah, it's, it's uh, well, we would hope it's another nail in the coffin for Emery, but um, it looks like this is something which is going to drag on for a bit longer. It, it does, it does, uh, <laughs> it does look that way because um, I think, as I, as I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, it, it, the two 0 loss it doesn't quite carry the same thump as like a you know a four 0 thrashing. I, I just wonder, do you, do you think the result would have meant so? Like, if we had lost, say, like three or four 0 do you think that would have? Do you, do you think that would have? Um, like a, a sped things up in terms of Emery's exit, or do you think that the club are going to maintain their status no matter what the result was against Leicester? No, nah, he could have lost that job if they if they if he lost if he lost three four five whatever he would have lost it. He had he would have had to have lost it there and then they'd have to have made a decision. The problem is though, saying that I'm a bit conflicted as a fan because the club are probably looking at it. You've heard language come out. They believe that the team is more flexible than showing. They believe Emre's the guy for this. You've heard a lot of positive language. So the club are probably seeing this as some sort of a blip. They're probably hoping for us to go through some sort of form and hope the sentiment changes. Because we all know the majority of fans are reactionary. If we go win the next four games, people that truly want Emre out will still be saying it. But many people will change the tide. The fans flip-flop. So... It looks like it's going to persist, but if we do come out of this period, you're looking at the games, what, November to early January, and we don't have any respect, any any less respect than we have now because it's on the floor, like like the man never been saying, it can get gazy for him. It can get, he should have lost this job. There's no way around it. Emery should not be Arsenal manager. I mean, we can talk about tactics and all of these things, but a job of football is to win a game. You never get the vibe Emery wants to win a game of football. Like, he's real Z-list in this, man. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the lineup itself was interesting. Like, as you said, like playing Urzu on the side, which is, you know, hilarious in itself, considering it was literally like a few weeks ago where he said the club have made a strategic decision. Well, he's been backed by the club as a strategic decision to leave Urzu out. And now his job's on, on the line and he's uh, gone crawling back to, you know, arguably the best player in the team. It, it, says, it says a lot about Emery, doesn't it? it? It says a lot about his backbone, a lot about his ability to them. manage these players. Um, and, you know, the, the, the lineup, I still don't understand elements of this lineup. Um, what was the point of Kalasnach playing over Tierney? Any any ideas as to, oh, as to why that happened? The thing for me, man. Yeah, that's why. But the thing for me is, I, I have to slightly disagree because I don't feel like if he lost six nil, he would lose his job. I don't feel that's the case. So I feel like if if he had lost six nil, five nil, four nil, the the message that's been come out now from the club saying we back him, blah blah blah, would have been exactly the same. And I feel like they're doing it because one. If they get rid of Emery, they have to bring in someone else. The other person they bring in, they don't know who that's going to be. They have no idea. They don't, I don't feel like they've forward planned that. So it has to be Jungberg. I don't, feel, I don't feel like they trust Jungberg enough to say, OK, cool, but you can get top four. Mm-hmm. If he's not going to get top four, you might as well leave Emery there because Emery's not getting it either. Like, why would I sack my manager, pay £6 million, pounds, and then not get, get, get top four? Mm-hmm. That's £6 million down the drain for nothing. Right? So they're saying, OK, cool. If we're not going to bring anyone else in, allow it. Let man stay. If he doesn't get top four, we get rid of him in the summer. We don't pay six million pounds. Do, if do we get rid of him now, that logic? absolutely not. That's mm. outrageous for me. That's outrageous thinking from a business perspective. Forget what's happening on the pitch. From an investment perspective, this man is devaluing your players. Right, so he's he's playing Terreira as a number ten, right? So Terreira's playing number ten. Terreira's looking awful as a number ten, right? So this player you bought for I don't know twenty million or so. Terreira costs I don't know. I can't remember how much you cost. If you were playing him in the actual position, by now it could be worth 35, 40. You sold him, you get a cool 40 million. You sell him now, you're not getting 40 million because he's playing number 10 and he looks dead. Urzu, mm. even if you want to sell Urzu in, in January or in the summer, you have to play him. If you play him, he maintains his value. You keep him on, you keep him out the team, not even on the bench. Man's at home eating cereal and playing Fortnite and you don't play him. Suddenly, his value drops. You're selling him for 15 M's in the summer, something stupid like that. The guy is devaluing your players from a business perspective. He's air. Like, he's not... <laughs> he forgets he's corrupt in the club, man. I can't... Yeah, like, he just, he just air corrupt. all over the place. Bareface liar, man. This guy is a liar. Emery is nothing other than a liar. I'm trying to be so respectful to him as a person, but he's <laughs> a liar, man. He talked about protagonists. You've not seen anything to suggest he's a protagonist. There's a couple isolated incidences tenure but it's just dead man like we people call him pragmatic and negative and a lot of it's true he does make negative decisions but a negative manager sees out results has game management mm. this guy hasn't got nothing like he can't attack we should arsenal reality is we should be saying our attack is the least of our worries he somehow managed to have like you lot rightly said question marks over several players he's playing everyone in different players he's never going out there on the front foot trying to win teams the, if we cut to the chase like i'm starting to just believe he got this job because he is a, he's the yes the most yeses of a yes man on that shortlist if that makes sense like he mm. he just on anything oh like he's he's just he's a bottom of the barrel manager man I want to respect him because he's won three Europa leagues and that but he's just not got the pedigree to move this club forward man the best thing he's probably gonna do is probably move Ozu on if he is here 
That's probably it. And that's probably not even going to happen. Now, that guy's seeing out the contract till 2021. We're going to probably have to rebuild this squad again because of the ages of several players. Um, we've got a couple of young players, but you look at Aubameyang, is he going to sign a new deal? Whether we rate Lacazette or not, the same. We need a manager who can just coach a damn football team and, and can take us somewhere in three, four years to a respectable level. Emre can't do that. He's a coward. I mean, on the upside, guys, yeah, we did get voted uh, the greedest club in England. <laughs> Fabulous. I don't know I how mean, much credit you want to give Emery for that, but, you know, I mean, look, we recycle well, you know? I mean, yeah, and the thing is, the problem here is that, for me, you had this year where you had your your, your Ozil, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Pepe in your team, to some degree, Gunduzi as well. Next year, you're not going to have that. First of all, Aubameyang's gone. He, like, there's no way Aubameyang stays at this club. For me, next year, I don't see it. Lacazette, they should sell Lacazette, in my opinion. I like Lacazette as a player. I, I back him all the time, you might know, but they should sell him. Like from a, from a club perspective, I'd sell him and buy a winger, buy a proper left winger because the team, the structure's a bit disjointed the way it is now, the two strikers. You're going to lose Ozil, you're going to lose Torreira, according to media, if you believe what the media is saying. So, so you're losing four first-team players this summer. For me, you're, if you do get a new manager in the summer, you've just, you've crucified him. Let, like, let, now nah, he... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Let's talk a little bit about your boy Lacazette, though, yeah, because... My guy. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that you're uh, you're you're holding him to that. But um... <laughs> yeah, man, hundred <laughs> percent. What? <laughs> because I like him as a player. You like him as I like him as a player. But I like this, him as a player. these are the things we've been talking about with Lacazette. Like the chances that he got against Leicester, tame mm. finishes, man. It's, yeah, not, it's not good enough. Fifty-two million pound. It's not good enough. Hundred percent. So in that game, I well, I agree. I was being dumb in the group, but I agree. Like he he should definitely be scoring those. Hundred percent. But Saying that, Aubameyang gets away with missing similar chances because he scores other ones, right? It's one of those things. So, Aubameyang yes, scores should... a higher percent of his chances in lack of... Oh, 100, 100, 100%, 100%, I don't deny that. But what I'm saying is, you, I, I don't feel like Aubameyang's held to the same... He shouldn't be, though. Kind of, of course not, because he scores more goals. But for me, when Aubameyang's not scoring, he contributes nothing. When Lacazette's mm. not scoring, he contributes, right? He, he contributes mm. more to the team when he's not scoring goals. And the way Arsenal's set up right now, Aubameyang is not scoring, bro. Like <laughs> he was got one once in a blue moon because yeah. they don't create any chances. Over, man. Right. So because they don't create any chances. Now, if that's the case, who would you rather have in the team? You know, you're not going to create chances, right? Lacazette is more likely to score a goal of off his own back than Aubameyang is. Aubameyang is not going to do that. I would mm. rather play my shooter up front and just like hundred percent. I, I I'd rather play Aubameyang, but I don't feel like Lacazette's placing the team. Yeah, I feel like people disrespect him a bit too much because. He can score a goal off, off his own back. Aubameyang's not doing that for you. He's not taking the ball, dribbling anyone, or doing a clever turn, and it's not happening. Aubameyang needs a chance created for him. Uh, uh, you're and being very scoring. harsh, though. You're being very nah, harsh. Exactly. Because I'm, a lot of Aubameyang's goals this season have come off him doing it off his own back. I, I can think of at least two or three. You know, Which that two? He, he, have been all, all, all Aubameyang. No assist. It's just been him picking up the ball, um, notably against... Uh, there was one against Burnley, where he Bur- cut him. Burnley, you got the free that kick was... against Villa, I believe it was. Okay. Like, the one against Burnley. special moments. The one against Burnley. <laughs> no, no, no. The one against Burnley, that was a Sabayas tackle. Sabayas yeah. tackled, the ball broke for him. Yeah. He cut. He had, he had to cut in one player and shot. Yeah. Right, he didn't... That's, still that's stupend- even crazy. L- Lacazette ain't doing that. What Lacazette can't cut across the man and shoot the ball? Come on, he, he did. Well, Lacazette can do that, man. By the way, Lacazette, Lacazette scored much more difficult goals. I hear what you're saying. Actually, I'm, I can't lie. For me, I'm starting to kind of 
I don't want to say turn on Lacazette, but I'm, yeah, turn I'm, on I'm, him. Turn on him. No, no, no. I'm back <laughs> don't sit on the like, don't sit on the fence, mate. Just turn like, on him. He's a Giga. baby player, but we need to find balance in the team, man. Like ideally, I'd like a number nine on the bench. Lacazette don't want to sit on the bench. Uh, last couple of games, I hear what you're saying about the technical ability, but last couple of games, I can't lie. His link up play has been atrocious. I'm seeing it moaning. He's just behaving like a bad bitch, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. So in the last couple of games, I'm, I'm with you, man, 100%. As I just said, I would sell him. Like, if I was in charge of buying and selling players, I'd sell like a zit. He's a baller, man. He's a baller, but I'd get rid of him because yeah. the balance of the team isn't right. Like, the structure isn't right with the two strikers. And he doesn't what, yeah, want to sit on the bench. He even has so, the audacity to come and release things in the media about, oh, you know, I might leave to go nah, to the Champions me off League there, football. Still. But, please, if I go and get his goal-scoring record, yeah, he's, right, he's in no <laughs> position to be talking about he deserves Champions League football or whatnot. Since he's been our like, since he's been into the t- in our team, have we have we made Champions League? Have we made right, Champions if... League since Lack has been here? Um, no, I don't. No, mm. we haven't. No, no since, haven't. I know since Jack has since Jack has been here, we haven't made it. So that's that was before to be fair, we, we were we already at the Champions League when we first signed Lacquer anyway, so I wouldn't put that all down on him like that. Do you know what I mean? So. Listen. He just wants to be. He just wants to be carried, man. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having yeah. this guy anymore. But to be fair to Laka, though, if you put Laka on the market, a Champions League team will snap him up. Yeah, sure they will, and that's that's more yeah. than you play Champions if, League. If, yeah. it's, it's true. What, what one of the things is that, that that even though we could sell players, because I'm not like totally opposed to selling players anyway, because we we could easily rebuild by like Xhaka and Lacazette raise the best part of 100 million between those two anyway. So um, so I, I'm not overly overly fussed about selling them if like obviously if the money's used like correctly to sort of sort of replace them um like i said yeah i agree with the other guys um the, the balance is just not there with you can't play lacquer and Oba it's just, and have a threat out wide as well it, it's just not right and i also think i think you um, can but go on go on i wasn't trying to cut you so go on do, do you, you think so i, I mean I, maybe you could but i just think it like imbalances stuff elsewhere yeah, yeah. Like, you, won't, you won't be able to get the best out of pepe you can play them together but like you won't be able to get the best out of Pepe. You won't be able to get the best out of Urzel. So the best way is to sacrifice just one and just. Play do you know? Do you know? Do you know why I say that? Is because one, I believe they can. I think game by game, you should have. For me, you probably have one striker and two wingers and a cam. But to have that option in the side and just for thirty-eight games in the Premier League, I think you need two number nine. So if it's a selling Lacazette thing and we can find out whether that's Martinelli or a striker that can take take kind of the burden on when needs be, I do think we need two number nines. Oh. I'm 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 not disagreeing with that. Of course, no, you saying. always have like you always have two strikers in in in, in your squad, hundred percent. But yeah, I, I just think for the and and if you're chasing a game, or well, maybe there are some games that will require two up front. But I think as as a rule, normally more often yeah, yeah. than not, you want to have control in the midfield, so you will play some sort of variance of three uh-huh. um, with 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 two wide players and a and a striker through the middle. And uh, I think if you look through, mm, maybe I might be wrong here, but how many? Teams have like two, two top strikers. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, it's always so, one or the other. Yeah, yeah so it's, 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 normally, other. it's normally you have like a top striker and then like a, a young player. Like the, the only two, the only team that I can think of is like City, like who have like two, two good, good strikers in it. Like, yeah, even then, so, Sergio's the one if it comes to it. So yeah. So yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm, I'm not overly, overly. Fun. I think, I think Lacquer's a good player, but like I said, I think he's also got good stock on the continent. The, the, the main concerns with him, as we mentioned before, is his sort of is, is lack of athleticism. He can't. He's not really someone who will get away from his marker because he, he's just, he's just not quick like that. So um, yeah, I, if 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 we could, um, I, like like the other said, I, I agree. If we don't get Champions League, which I don't think we will, Ob is gone um, because he's about to turn thirty-one. He's literally got no more opportunities to play. 
and he will have in this summer 12 years left on his deal so we pretty much have to have to shift him or he signs a new contract so he's not going to sign a new contract so we'll have to shift and we can probably get we'll get 50 60 mil for Uber as well still despite his age um because he's because he's a shooter in the market so we'll, we'll have some decisions to make um but yeah i mean it, it, it just comes back to the man- manager generally i i was hopeful um i don't know part of me still thinks that um they might sack him in this international break i might be totally totally wrong and in that case i'll i'll have, I'll have, have my hands up and already, i'll though, no? really put my foot down on this raul agenda um but yeah if um if, if we don't sack him, yeah, then... I think the time's the, the, come and gone, Sean. I really think they would have done it already. Think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What, like, what, what, what difference is it? Like, well, not what difference, but, like, why why is why would they need an extra week to do it? Surely you do it so, at the, the time and the result. The, the only reason, uh, as Leo said, is, is that I'm just thinking is that the manager's not ready yet, or, or do you know what That's I mean? So, so is he going to be they, any more ready in a week? I, I don't know, like... No, there's, there's clearly no plan. There's clearly no plan. There's clearly no contingency plan because what you would love for the club to be doing is going on meetings and having lunches with these prospective managers, whether it's we can sit here and throw the Allegri's or if it's someone who we don't know but they have a philosophy. Mm-hmm. There, there's no plan. Obviously, I'm being harsh. At the end of the day, I don't work for Arsenal. There could be a plan, but it just stinks that there's no contingency plan because if there really was a plan, did they really review what Emery was doing last season or were they just looking at that half... What's the saying with the half... Um, you know, the glass half open... Yeah, whatever that's called, yeah. You can tell they... You can tell they were just looking at it from a perspective of, yeah, we got your role league and we missed out by a point. They weren't really scrutinising what we was doing. And it, and if you do these things, can we really be surprised? Like, Arsenal fans, myself included, because of what we did in the transfer market, by Arsenal standards, there was a bit more optimism. But when you was looking at pre-season, beyond the, the young players... Was we really seeing any system or anything this guy was trying to do? Like, fans were screaming, when Tierney, Holden and Bellerin all come back, it's going to be a madness. It's not, because there's no bloody system. Like, what are you lot watching? Like, we're going to sit here and say these same things. And do, do, do the club have the bottle to sack him? Are they prepared to write off this season? We all could pro- we would probably agree in that. If Lomberg's there, ambitions is out the window. Let's focus on trying to see if he's the guy or looking long-term for anything. Benefits from this season at that point will probably be young players and hope on Europa League. But are the club thinking like that? A part of me also feels like, I don't want to sit here and say Arteta would have been the guy. Because if he came, people would have said, oh, and he flopped. They would have talked about experience. But did they lack bravery in hindsight? The same kind of bravery under certain circumstances to bring Wenger in, who was more accomplished. Did they lack that bravery? And does it come back to haunt us? Or is it just Glazidis pulling another blinder out his pocket before he busts out? Delu, D- D- did, you, did you enjoy that presentation that Arteta did on the the overlapping fullback? I loved it, bro, man. Emre needs to... Emre probably stole that, man. I loved it. I loved it, you man. Loved that it, was, yeah? <laughs> I'm, at this point, I'll take anything from any manager. Any sort of philosophy. Man. I'm hungry for that. My manager, Arteta. Any script. Come on, come on. Hey, that was some standard shit, man. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, I mean... That's, I was, that's I was, how much I'm hungry for it now, man. Yeah, I was reading something today where um, they were talking about. Obviously, this is the first appointment after Arsene Wenger, and it's the first appointment of this board. As I think it was a duo, Edu Ed, wasn't there yet. And as much as it's okay, in my opinion, they should sack the manager. There's connotations to doing that about how, as to how they're seen as a board. So if they make that decision, and it's it, you're kind of admitting that the first decision you made was incorrect, 
right? And it's, then you start questioning their decision-making ability. We're already doing it. We're already saying, okay, how did they even select this Don? Because he was he, his previous record is dead. So well, what happened here? Like, how did they select this guy? You're already questioning their ability to make decisions. So if they snap, say, all right, cool, let's get rid of this guy and get someone else. There's, you start to raise questions about the board and you start to pile pressure onto themselves. Right now, what they can do is say, okay, let's, we're sticking with him. We're sticking with the decision. We still feel our decision is correct. If by some miracle, he then turns it around, they're justified in their decision. They can then say, cool, see, we know more about this thing than you, man. Stay calm. Yeah. We know what we're doing. But if they admit defeat and sack him, then what does that say about them as a board? That comes into play as well. And also what I was um, talking about earlier with paying six million for no reason, right? Potentially, you, you're not getting top four. Yeah. Well. yeah, it's probably even more than that. Potentially, you're not getting top four anyway. Why sack him? Leave him there. Uh, we don't want to pay this 10 billion. That's dead. <laughs> Leave him there. Yeah. That's why I don't feel like he's getting sacked. I don't yeah, feel like he's that, it's a ra- at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel right. like he's cool. He's calm. Whatever happened, he could lose the next 10 games. He ain't going nowhere. There's he's always good. this financial... Unless it gets mad toxic, he's not going Attachment, yeah. isn't there? Like, there's always something related to finance with Arsenal. We'll yeah. never pull the trigger because we're always too fucking engrossed in how much it's going to cost, which is, which is fine and lovely and dandy. Yeah, we don't want to fucking collapse, but Jesus Christ, man. Like, we, we need something because I, I feel like the damage that Emery does now, if we hold on to him for the rest of the season, is that the players will start to go. Like, the players could leave in January. There, there, there is... There is um, Genuine concern that you know Abamian could leave in in January. Uh, Torre- yeah. Something came out about Torreira today about potentially leaving in January. These are yeah. these are big things for Arsenal Football Club. You know, these are supposed to be uh, some of our best players at the club. And what my concern oh, is as well, sorry. What my concern is as well is that okay, cool. You stick with this manager until the summer, and then these players leave. Now you need to attract new players. In order to attract players of that type of caliber. You're going to have to have either because Arsenal is no longer an attractive proposition to come to as a club unless they're paying big wages. So you're either paying big wages or you have to get a manager of big standing, a big manager that attracts names. That big manager could be dead. It could be a Mourinho. It could be an Allegri that I'm not really keen on. You then can't do the hipster choice of manager like Arteta because then how do you attract players? Right? Why would they come to Arsenal at that point? Mm. And I'm afraid, I'm afraid that they start saying, OK, cool, let's get in a big name manager because it's a big name manager rather than looking at someone that can be a good coach. And that's just more uh, disaster. I, I, I think there is one benefit of Emery staying around at the moment. And, and I think that is that the Jose rumours seem to have quietened down. Um, and <laughs> I think... Yeah, I think, I think that... Because um, because no decision has been made, I, I, I can't see Jose joining now. I think that would have been done already that if dead. that was the case. Um, if if Jose was going to join, it would be now. I don't think he would come at the end of at, at the start of next season or anything like that. He would probably want like a uh, like a you know a, a head start onto things, like a free six months or so to get the to get the to get the ball rolling. But um, <clears throat> so that's the one upside I see is. Uh, I think the Jose, uh, unfortunately for those of you who wanted Jose for some reason or another, and I, I think that's probably dead now. <laughs> yeah, that's dead. And I, I can't believe people even want the guy. I don't but understand you, it. I can't trust Arsenal fans that were screaming that one day, man. Uh, <laughs> I can't, Listen, I don't you said get it. it. Though, you said it though, football fans are fickle, right? So you, if you had was... asked that question five years ago, would you ever have Jose as your manager? Uh, it would have been a resounding no, you know, um, but... You know, you know what football fans are like, and and despite everything that's happened with Josie at United, at Chelsea since, you know, 
people still want him though he, he, he's won like two league titles in the last six or seven years like or even longer than that I think two league titles in maybe like the last decade or so so it's, it doesn't you know you want this born winner he's not exactly um, he's not exactly a winner in today's modern day game of football is he so that kind of logic doesn't really sit well with me but um, yeah if there's any benefit is that of keeping Emery is that Josie stays well clear of our club even though I'd probably take him over Emery at the moment but that's a discussion for another day and it's not really you know we don't really want to get into debates like that um, I, so moving away from the game obviously certain things have happened after the game um, the big topic of the week was what happened with Aubameyang um, was it the Athletic that released uh, an article saying that the board were apparently unhappy that Aubameyang was on AFTV or, or fraternising people with who were criticising the club. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, more or less. They What they were saying was um, they were unhappy with his relationship with um, AFTV and mm. in particular with troops right. on AFTV. Big up who, troops, who, man. Who are highly <laughs> critical of, of the club. Yeah. Uh, well, they are and they aren't. So they are when things are going badly. Of mm-hmm. course, we all are. When things are going well, it's just, they do the exact opposite. So it's just that what happens is when things are going well, people are not tuning into or AFTV like that. If you watch it when things are going well, these men are jubilating. These men are like, yeah, this is great. Like the manager's doing well, blah, blah, blah. They'll big up the players. But you don't see that because that's not generating views. What generates views is when shit hits the fan and men are screaming like this is like all hell broke loose. Then they love that kind of stuff. Imagine YouTube what, views yeah. with stocks, man. Before every Arsenal game against like, <laughs> I'll just be buying AFTV, AFTV man. views. AFTV, AFTV stocks, man. But yeah, I, listen, I respect what them man do. I really do, man. I respect what I respect AFTV in a big way. I respect what them man do. It's, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, it was it was all storm in a teacup, man. Because all, all, all that does that article is just detracting from the bigger issues that that were at hand. People were like, oh, why, why is he talking with... I was like, listen, honestly, that has no bearing on what happens in the pitch. Trust me. That article was there to take away from the fact that we are playing crap. We have a manager who is crap and we're not performing on the pitch. Who Aubameyang associates or doesn't associate himself with has, has nothing to do with it because it's not detracts from the way he's performed. He's been one of the only players irrespective yeah. of the job. system. That has delivered this season. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, maybe the rest of them should chat to AFTV because I lie. But it's been working for a very motivation, yeah. Just need to chat the troops, bro. Because maybe a man has one with sense in the club, man. Because he's saying like the one thing he's probably got to be smarter on and Lacazette as well is that sometimes you go on Instagram, you've clearly seen they've liked it. Like for me, I believe whether it's. I think it's him genuinely in it, but whether it's you or your advisors, just be smarter in it. Leave no conversation because whether this information is legit or not is pretty is pretty timely. Why was this not said when we didn't start the season perfectly, but we was better a couple well back then? Why wasn't this said then? Why is this? I'm not going to say people have always haven't haven't had an issue with it, but why is this only the overriding factor? He now? might be my, he might be like me though because I like everyone shit on Instagram. Like I I just I just give everyone a like because I want to be... like back. You know you've got to be smarter though because you're he's not everyone he's a Bamian. like if you i'm of the belief here yeah, whether you i believe he's allowed to like what he wants but don't give something to talk about you don't like it there's no conversation do you get it and it could all be worse the club i do think the club clearly have an issue with certain platforms but it could all be worse the club might not have said anything to him so it's a bit of a cryptic message man really yeah what did you what did you guys feel about a statement afterwards do you, do you who, who do you think that was directed at number one Monster, 
the yeah, club. It was directed yeah. out at Ornstein. Probably yeah, false, media. Because for me, what he said implies that he this is the first time he's hearing of it. So he was like, oh, yeah. just just landed off the plane and seen all the shit. Yeah, and it's no, like, oh, yeah. hold on. Right. So what? That man ain't t- said nothing, anything to you before. Like, mm-hmm. This is the first time you're hearing this. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then it's to the media. If that man had said something to him before, and then he went and said that, whew, then and it's tight. Like, yeah, yeah. It's tight because he's, he's talking, talking to me. them, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah his statement killed me, though. He was like, I just arrived in Gabon and heard a lot of bullshits. And if somebody's not happy with, you already know. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I hear the message still I hear the message still It was a wavy picture as well But um, yeah man I, I think the, the, the other angle of this as well Is that like You know people have always moaned about You know footballers are so disconnected from fans okay. and, You know mm. all these things But you know someone like Aubameyang And you know the, the Arsenal to be fair to them uh, There's one thing that they do do very well is that they they do manage to strike up good relationships between the players and the fans and you know uh, just putting their players in uh, in the in like in the media spotlight basically um and and building these relationships they make the, they make these players very marketable um yeah. and Aubameyang is essentially you know he's one of the most likable players at Arsenal if not the most likable I would imagine yeah. he would probably sell the most shirts at the club right so he's he's definitely yeah. like one of the, the yeah. fans favorites yeah, so um, yeah, man, it's he should be able to do what he wants. I agree with you, Dulu, that he probably should um, watch maybe what he likes. A little yeah, just bit. don't lack, man. Don't lack. Yeah, yeah. Look at Bruno Silva lacking, man. Like he's lacking. He took a personal joke, whether we think it's offensive or not. He lacked. He put it on social media one game ban, fifty k fine. Don't lack. Mm. Well, so what you reckon? A fifty k fine for a Bamiang, yeah. Yeah, that's light, man. Light, light needs to get light, a light work for him. Need you to get started, man. Needs to bring that to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, just go, just on a serious note, going back to the post though, like where where do you think Aubameyang's head at head is at after that post? Because it seemed like he was born out of frustration. He's um, you know, he, he's he must be looking at it like I'm I'm doing my job. I'm 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 am is he thirty one? Did you say someone said he was thirty one? Yeah, he's thirty one. You know, he's not really had the opportunity to go to a um. Yeah, yeah, Arsenal are a big club, but he hasn't been at a mammoth club. And we all know if he was to go to somewhere like Real Madrid or, you know, anywhere, he's going to shoot everywhere, right? And he could potentially be playing for a team that wins titles. And Aubameyang's not really done that. Has he won a title at Dortmund? Uh, did he win Just a title at Dortmund? Just cup. a cup. So he cup. hasn't cup. won a league title yeah, before, yeah. has he? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. no you know, not. He must no, be no. looking at it like, I'm 31. I'm in the form of my life. I'm literally like... Scoring a goal every other game, uh, you know, every two two out of three games or whatever, and and this club is not is not being ambitious enough. It's that it's that word again, that ambition word, you know. Mm. And we've had it with players before where we weren't ambitious enough for our key players, and I'm pretty sure it's happening again now with our with our with the best striker we've had since Van Persie, who who another one who left because we didn't match his ambition. I, I feel like it depends where he feels the ambition isn't being matched. So, for me, the transfer window was a good transfer window. They bought in a good profile of player. The players they bought in for me, I was I was happy with. So, it's for Van Persie, is a bit different where Van Persie is looking at the team saying, these men are bums. Mm. Like, what's going on here? Like, are you man bringing in proper players or not? They, they said, nah, we're not doing that. We haven't got any money. So, he said, all right, cool, I'm bouncing. 
I don't. That's not the case with Bamyang. If it's the manager, then he might feel that's calm. I can outlast the manager. At the end of this year, this manager's gone. They'll bring in someone proper, and we've. I feel like we've got a good base. So for me, if I was playing for Arsenal, I'd say I feel like we've got a good base of players. Maybe, as I said in the group, maybe two or three additions, and you're rocking. You're. you're that should be you top four easy. A couple more additions, you could potentially be challenging the next three or four years. For me, if I'm a Bamyang, I'm cool with that. I'll say all right. That's I'll, I'll call it and I'll stay. <sighs> But if you're telling me that it's not the manager and he thinks the players are bummy, he doesn't think the players are good enough, then I'm leaving. If I'm a Bamyang, I'm gone. That's me in the summer. Like, if but... I was him, yeah, I, I don't understand, bro. Why? Well, they, it might be happening. But some of the man, them, him, Laka, Ozil, they should be going to Raul, bro, and letting them know, bro. They should be going yeah. to Raul and Edu and letting them know. Because once you get player discontent like that, that <laughs> is literally... You're you're in that zone where yeah, it's you gone. can't carry on. Mm. You you generally can't carry on. If the players have gone to like the the senior management and said this no nah, this this is it's the players <laughs> who get the the manager sacked at the end of the day, isn't it? Exactly. Like, it's not really fan yeah. pressure. It's... it's not. It's it's the players. But... That, that's what I'm saying. And and in the performances, well for me anyway, you over the last month and a half, I think they're tired. They don't want to play for yeah. better no more. And also yeah, so so with that as well. Yeah, gone. Sorry. Carry on, carry on, no, bro. I say, man, I'm confused. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I was just generally saying that. I, I feel like this is now like that should be the next layer. Like you, that upper post, he was pissed off. He was vexed. You could tell he was vexed. And I think he should be going to voice that to Raúl. Raúl, has listen, he... bro. This is Aubameyang's the most important commodity we have in the team, bro. Do you know what has, I mean? So, has he ever really had them though? Like that's the thing. Like you, I saw you mentioned the Athletic. I saw something in the Athletic how he didn't want to name Jacker captain in the first place, which makes makes me flip everything on its head. Like you don't want to name Jacker captain. You're playing. You're doing what you're doing with Ozil, whether you believe in Ozil as a player or not. He's clearly got clout in that dressing room. Um, he's obviously not playing to rear out. He's playing to rear in out of position. We've all played ball. Like you've all set. We've all sat there and said to ourselves yo this manager is dead we don't really know what he's on sort of thing I think he I don't want to go as far as to say he's losing them because I do think they're still playing for him but they genuinely when I'm at the games and I'm watching them they genuinely look baffled like I can't remember what game it is there was one Martinelli genuinely did not have a fucking clue what Emery was telling him like he, one minute Emery's saying press then he's saying press he's looking about yeah he's looking about like this yeah, at one point, he even what? went to the, the the box and asked him, "Big man, I'm not gonna lie." <laughs> yeah, see, want, I'm baffed. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Because I don't know, yeah. I don't know. And and, yeah. and, 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 and you know, so, sorry, sorry to jump on as well. You made a, a good point there as well, irrespective of where you think Özil is now, whether you think he's finished or not. There isn't pretty much anybody in the Arsenal dressing room that doesn't like Özil, bro. Özil's mm. still massively, massively popular. In addition to the fact he's massively popular amongst the fans, so all of a sudden we're still we're not playing well. We're not creating chances. What, what do you think is going to happen? You think the players are not going to be talking amongst themselves? They you must this, be, man. You, you think this isn't an issue? They yeah, all got and... aunts and uncles and cousins and shit, man. They all talk about football and they all probably asking the same questions. Look at Aubameyang's cousins and family members. They're all liking the same AFTV post. If we play devil's advocate, like they must be in the same room or at a time, yo, this manager's dead. Do you believe in him? Obviously, we'll never know true opinions, but they're not in a bubble. Yeah, I, I, what I heard, well, I don't know if this is true, so don't quote me, but what people say is that players often, they'll often use their agents to put pressure on the club. So mm. all this news you're hearing about Torreira, for example, where you just now heard that Torreira wants to leave. Really, what Torreira's gone and done is told his agent, blood, this manager's whack. He's dead. Mm. So the managers, the, the agents said, all right, cool, no problem. They, they, they start putting out rumours now that players want to leave. You're, you're, forcing, you're forcing the board's hand. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of the players won't go and say something themselves because... 
if that can cause animosity in your dressing room, that mm. can cause a rift between you and your manager. He can make your work life long. Because don't forget, mm. this is work for these men. Yeah. Like imagine, imagine going to tell your higher ups that you want your boss to be fired. <laughs> Yo, that, <laughs> it, it, it can get it can get tight at work. Yeah, very techy. So, yeah. yeah. So what these men will do is they'll say something through their agent, and then the agent will put something out there. The agent might have a word with Raul and say, "Listen." My player's happy to stay, you know, but you see this manager. Terrera's agent's been putting in a graph for a while then, because yeah, he's been on job. Agent's been on job. Yeah, so it happens a lot like that. So it might it might be a thing like that where they do, but they need to keep pressure. up the same energy. Keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it, it happens. Trust me, that man are putting mad pressure on him. Like, there's no way you can imagine you're the, one of the best strikers in the league. A man's playing you on the wing with your, yeah. your brother, who's also a decent striker playing on the wing, and Ozil playing a full snap. Are you all right? Yeah, nah, you're these, out. These, I'm bugging out. If that's me, I would go ballistic. And if I'm cool. man, I'm dipping, to be honest with you. Regardless, I'm dipping. If a right offer comes, I'm off. Regardless, because even if like, even if we had a good manager who could take us forward and blah, 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 the next three, four years are crucial. Time's not on his side. It's all good for the sackers and players like that because they could all be genuinely good players when they're twenties and stuff. But can Aubameyang afford to really be weighing on that? It, it all for me, it kind of depends on how comfortable he is in London, how good he feels at the club, and a bit of what you lot are saying. But if I was personally Aubameyang and the offer comes, I'm off regardless. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Yeah, because I, I think I think obviously living in London is lovely, and I'm pretty. He, he earns a decent wage at Arsenal. I'm pretty sure. What's he on? Probably about 170. Like yeah, that. I mean, it'll probably be matched anywhere in Europe right now, right? Like everyone's gonna match his wage. He's not gonna have to take a, a wage cut to go anywhere. So, what exactly are we giving him? Nothing. We're not giving him anything. You know, and there's no real reason for Aubameyang to stay. And this is, boy, I, I'm hoping that, that puts them up shit's creek. That that should be enough to scare them into doing something because um, the moment you start losing your players is, it, maybe it was all right back in the day when we had Wenger and, you know, Wenger was somehow was cool. maybe able yeah. to re- replace some of these players. But come on, man, we've already seen Emery's taste in players. Fucking, he'll be replacing Aubameyang with fucking uh, Carlos Bacca or something, bro. Carlos Bacca. <laughs> <laughs> so. hey, my guy, he wanted to buy Enzonzi. He said he wants Enzonzi. Torres dead. He wants Enzonzi. Those are his boys, bro. Enzonzi, Benega, Kroviak. Even that Kroviak, actually, you didn't even know how to use him, man. He's Emery, listen, Emery needs, he's, the man's toxic, man. He needs to go, man. Like, he just, it's upsetting watching him now, man. Like, he's, so, so who thinks he will um, he will survive the international break? I do, hundred percent. Everyone, does, everyone does. Sean, yeah, Sean are you still you still you still I, rever- reserving just, some hope? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably false hope at this stage. Um, and believe me, if, he, if it, it doesn't go, happen, just let it go, man. Let yeah. It go, yeah. Like, yeah like, <laughs> do, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I've I've I found like my my thing now that gets me through Arsenal games, and it's just like I'm not even betting on Arsenal to lose anymore. I'm just finding like. I'm seeing little markets in. I put I put my bet in the in the touchy Gunas chat, right? Like um, just like for for them to have loads of shots against us. I'm just putting money That's on that true. now, man, because it's just like it gets me through the game. You know, I was cheering every Leicester shot. I, I had a jolly good time uh, in in the game <laughs> against Leicester. You know, I was, you, I was, bet, you bet on corners and stuff as I well. I was betting it? on corners. I was betting on hey, on, on shots. Everything. Uh, mate. Every time, every 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 time Madison had a little pop off, I was like, all right, cool, safe. 
Do you know what I mean? That's that's one more, really one more shot in the bank. But yeah, I, I recommend you guys to do the same. It'll get you through this 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 period. <laughs> um, you might make some money doing it as well. So yeah, that would be my recommendation. Um, Leo, do you have like a time frame of when you think Emery will go? I think if it gets to so the, the games up till I think Christmas, January, New Year's Day are a mad thing. <laughs> like them games, that period, <laughs> oi, he's done for because mm. he, there's no way he wins. So I think we've got what five, six games. I honestly, I can't see him winning any of them. Big man thing. <laughs> and if 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 we, I'm being deadly serious. And if we get to December time. And he's 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 getting moved to, and Leicester keep the form that they're keeping. All the top four keep the form they're keeping. He has to go. He's gonna be, be like 15, 16 points off of top four by December. He's got That's a nice a little run now, though, hasn't he? A no, no, nice he little run to that. who? There's no little nice runs at Arsenal. Uh, I hear you, <laughs> but if you were gonna hand pick picture fixtures, yeah. yeah. Nah, man, nah, nah. Because the way we've been playing, dead now, man. The Wolves, the Palace games, nah. There's no easy. Is that's out the window? It's only nice on Trust me. It's dead. It's, I hear it's... you, but I would rather like if you're Emery, no, you would no, rather I play them in Leicester, it. innit? It's just dead. Nah, man. This guy's made it impossible to even go on them little runs there. By, like, the, by the way, do any of you lot want to want to take it Arsenal against Southampton? Nah, I'm, I'm good. You know, are you I sure, can't like you. Sure? <laughs> good price. Good price. Talking about Southampton, though. Talking about Southampton, the madness that the, the thing that about this is that before when Arsenal goes to a team like that, the team will. Play deep because they'll be afraid of Arsenal. Now they're on the team. Mad confidence. Mm. They're saying, "Yo, we can take take it to these man." And that's Arsenal's Achilles' heel. When teams are pressing them like that, Arsenal are terrible. So it's going to be mad. Like Southampton held what nine against Leicester. If yeah. they beat yeah. Arsenal, yeah. <laughs> Oi, listen. <laughs> they <laughs> might well beat us. Bro. They've lost four they on the bounce. Well I think. Fam, that means they're turning up versus us. Yeah, it definitely means <laughs> wait, that. Wait. Isn't it? Oh. <laughs> Yeah,我们在后面，bro。That's why I'm selling my ticket。Look，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，
ho- ho- hopefully the first of next year, man. Ho- hopefully, like, uh, if he comes out of that that bad that looks sort of patch of form, I mean that sort of December period in a bad patch of form, then there's a lot of leg to stand on. But I don't think the club's thinking is like us. So I genuinely think he can see the season through. I, in my head, he should be gone by the turn of the new year. But I genuinely think he can see the season through because the club have some different sort of thinking. They're always looking on the bright side of life. And as long as he keeps allegedly based on reports showing that they still have belief in him, obviously, I I, I share with what you man are saying. I don't feel he's going to get out. I hope I'm wrong. I want us to win, but I don't see us getting through them games with anything decent. We lost at West Ham last year. We've got Everton and Bournemouth away from home, which for Arsenal, that's going to be tough. We've got City. In the scheme of it, City's probably the only free hit we'll give him. He's got to put in a respectable performance against them, Chelsea and United, and he's not going to do that. Dilu, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, because I know this is going to be difficult for you to answer, right? Because you are a bit of a passion merchant, right? If I said to you, yeah... Arsenal are going to lose against Southampton, but it means Emery goes. Would you take that? No, nah, man, I can't do that. <laughs> I, I, I can't bring myself to say that. The did, bro. Losing the battle to win the war. I hear that, but there's another way. There's always a next option in life. I would take 10 nil Southampton. I can't bring myself to <laughs> Let's lose by 10. Are you because, because ultimately, what happens is if he beats Southampton, it just buys him another. Couple weeks or so. But I'm dying, man. I'm dying for a win, man. I just, I can't, I can't take it. Like I'm, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. But man. the win like, doesn't mean anything. The, the win. No, I mean, side to me, man. I'm tired. Like I just, there's no, <laughs> there's nothing worse than coming out of that stadium knowing all the peas you just damn well spent weren't worth it, man. Like. Mm. I just want to live to be another day for what... I actually just want to be able to watch Match of the Day for one weekend, man. Like, I want... that, that ship has sailed a long time ago, mate. I, I, I ain't watched Match of the Day since 2013, bro. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who hosts that shit anymore. <laughs> nah, to be fair, I'm a bit of a fake, man, because as much as I'm saying, yeah, I'll take 10-0, when I watch the game... I still slightly want them to win. I can't. I'm a yeah, fan. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, I was when, when like, oh, missed man. those chances, I was like, oh, you fucking fat cunt. But, you know, it is, <laughs> it is what it is, but... Oh yeah, I, I'm there like, oh, you lot are so crap, man. I wish you were better. But at the same time, I, I wanted the guy to go so badly that I'll take the loss. I'll take the loss, man. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win situation, it. really, isn't it? Yeah, really. So I watched the game. Like, oh, well, we lost, it's but... a good time to be an Arsenal fan right now, you know? <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. But yeah. <laughs> All right, let, let's... Um, actually, before we move on to some listeners' questions, did you catch what... Uh, did you guys catch what Patrick Vieira's comments were about Xhaka? Uh, he's just twerking for Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. What did he yeah, say? Yeah. I didn't see it. Um, he was basically saying that um, mm-hmm. that ah, oh, he, he feels sorry for Xhaka. Obviously, he's he's a good player, um, but there, there, there's some like obviously to an extent he's just defending him in it. But mm-hmm. I I also do generally feel to an extent a little sorry for Xhaka because obviously he has been scapegoated quite a lot to an extent as well. So and um, as much as I do feel like he doesn't, he shouldn't be in the team long term, and we should look to move him on. Um, Emery's hid hidden behind Jacker a lot um, and, and, he, and he's made him the full guy for a lot of issues that should be on um, his head so yeah, right. yeah. yeah. so yeah no, that, that, that coward man to be fair that the whole Jacker situation Emery's a criminal bro what he did there is nuts you damn well know the fans do not <laughs> like this guy the guy's not playing well why would you make him your captain you're asking for trouble. And like, apparently, you know didn't want to make him captain. So what? Exactly. What you thinking? What's going on? What were you thinking here? Like this is just crazy. What have uh, you done? To to me, the the whole captaincy thing sounds like 
um, it it was a way to get the squad on his side, and that that that's the consensus to me is that he's given it to to Xhaka because he knew Xhaka was like a, a, a like a a, t- a squad favorite if you like you know he's well liked in the dressing room. Oh man, that's that's he's moving like a victim. That's like when you're all in school and that, and you have a supply teacher who's a victim anyway, so they just let you do what you want, man. It just I see his thinking behind you. <laughs> Wait, what, what should we study today, kids? What should we study today? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's the kids choose the topics. Yeah, yeah, just breading. Like it's not mm-hmm. for me. You you convince them by your principles and what you want to see, man. Like you should be playing. Any everyone knew you step into this Arsenal job, how we defend and how we approach away games, two top priorities. You you kind of show something in that you play some champagne football. He's not been that. They probably bought into it. Do you remember when he first got the role? And I don't know if they still do it, but you heard there was all double sessions and training before games at the Emirates and all this fancy sort of stuff. Where's that all gone? It's like they've they've seen beneath Emery now. People got gas because it was a new gaffer and everybody's seen it. Like he's. He's just not the man, man. Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, just to jump on, because if if you've looked at the past history of all of Emery's clubs, it follows exactly the same pattern. Like, <laughs> eventually, players get tired of his methods. They're like, you, you know, like what was it? What remember that time at Joaquin, bro? He gave him like a US. People stop looking at his USBs and his videos because it's long, bro. And bro it's, it's misinformation, man. It's too much. Like, yeah. it's just, you, it's you, gave, you gave you gave a, a USB. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what like that time David Moyes gave? Um, <laughs> was it? Was it? Uh, was it Rio? Uh, a USB of Phil Jagielka? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what a guy! But, but yeah, no. I mean, generally speaking, yeah, I think Embry's methods tend to grate on people after a lot of the time. And and like I said, if you look back, you know, with every manager, they normally have players who vouch for them. Nobody ever vouches for Emery. If that doesn't tell you enough about exactly. for Lacazette. Lacazette is playing on the fence, man. He's, he's, I refuse to believe Lacazette built that way. I don't ride for guys who move wet. I know he's not. <laughs> I, know, I know he's not beating Emery. So, he what, just so what you're saying is he was missing those chats on 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 purpose. No, no. They, I was saying the post game comments. They them Emery comments. They caught him on a lack, man. He just finished the game. He didn't want to answer them, and I know nobody believes in Emery. Like no, I, that's true. One player because they're not playing like it. If 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 you genuinely believed in your manager, then surely these comments that people like us are making in the media, you take it personally. They're not playing like that, or they just don't know how to fight. Or I genuinely believe he's just tried to give them so much information. Now it's just nothing now. Like it's just. He's, there's too much tactical crap to it now that there's there's no tactics at he's, all. He's over he's overcomplicated. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally. So, and you gotta remember, I'm not being disrespectful to footballers, but they've got a short attention span, and the game is like that anyways. You can't be giving them long-winded answers when you don't need to. Just tell them the most effective thing and simplify stuff. Like we were saying about before we started on the air about the laziest person does the best thing, sort of thing. You should be on that. It's 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 just it's ineffective, man, and it, it it's it's probably fundamentally his communication skills. I'm actually starting to believe now, maybe he should just just get a translator and speak Spanish, man. You should, and, you should. and just let your passion transmit because no one understands what you're saying. Like you're saying everything but nothing, and it's yeah, he needs to go, man. I find myself saying that same sentence after every question you ask. He just needs to go. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah he should get a translator. Yeah, let's let's move on to some of this questions then before we wrap things up. Uh, good guy Jif asked, "Where did it go wrong? What should have, what should have been done different post Invincible season to continue success?" I don't think it necessarily went wrong straight away after the Invincible season, did it? It was, 
I guess there are, there are a few things happened, especially with it's like what happened home. within the Premier League itself, with the new money that came in and we kind of got left behind. But what did Arsenal do specifically specifically that was wrong? Sold ourselves, man. The people, shareholders that were in the position at the time, sold us to the devil, man. You sold think, us to spend. You think that was the main factor? Not a, a major, a major contributing factor. Because look at since San Conque's come, like it's, it's the mentality trickles down. I do think there's, like you said, you made a great point. That I didn't actually think of in relation to the, the game changing, and obviously we can harp on about the stadium. There's probably not one specific reason, but if we're just looking at Arsenal specifically, I'd probably say the ownership and just the continuous years of years of lack of direction or just anything you'd associate with a football club. Mm. What about you guys? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, this, uh, this selling of the club to Stan Kroenke was, for me, an exercise of just poor due diligence. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just—they sold to him because he had a bit of money in his pocket, right? Like the guy's—he doesn't like football. Like he's not—he's <laughs> not a football man. He's—he's he's a sportsman. He likes—he ha- he likes his American football. He's—if you look at the way he handles the Rams, he's on job. He's moving like an Arab. He's—he's—he's—he's mm-hmm. like he's, he's, he's out here buying anyone and everyone. Like he's on job with, with American football, but. Football, UK football, he doesn't care. He's not not involved. Arsenal's a very commercially viable project and he sees it as that. Right. You know, so if you're gonna get someone to invest in your company, you do your due diligence on the investor. Right? Do they care about football? Do they have a passion for it? Is it something that do they have long term investment plans? What are those plans? I don't feel like Arsenal correctly went about that. And for me that was the beginning of what you're seeing right now. Yeah. Right. right. So yeah. I think I think we had a huge issue though with like recruitment, didn't we? Um, yeah. yeah. Like after the Invincibles, slowly our Invincibles started to leave. I think what in the years after we lost Vieira, we lost um, Ashley Cole. Thierry went what two years after? Was it two or uh, three years after? Um, Jumberg went, Lauren went, Sol Campbell went, and we were we weren't really replacing that spine of the team with anyone else. And I guess that goes that that the buck stops there with Wenger, doesn't it? Yeah, and for, almost. But for me, also with the owner, if you have a footballing owner, then the footballing owner should be looking at the way the structure of clubs is changing around the world, with technical directors, sporting directors, recruitment being taken away from the manager, and the manager operating more on a coaching perspective. Arsenal was so slow to adopt that structure yeah. that it meant that Arsene Wenger was able to just handpick players that he wanted to pick. Gazidis was using stat DNA and all kinds of stupid... We missed, we missed non- Dean, clearly. Just missed, yeah. missed that link. Missed that, that link. link. And they, that they the never replaced it. Yeah. They never replaced David it. Dean would have improved player, incru- player recruitment. Not though. necessarily, but at least he was forward-thinking. At least you had someone kind of in there. Or if not necessarily him specifically, someone that is kind of that bridge, that's a businessman, as well as kind of footballing-minded. There's too many smart individuals, but not necessarily footballing people at the top at Arsenal. And to be honest with you, did they, we talk about due diligence and I 100% agree, but did they really care? At the end of the day, money's money. As much as it pains me to say it, did they really care? Mm. Did any of them really care, really? Mm. They, I can't say they did, man. I can't lie. Yeah. And you're seeing now, United are having a similar problem. Where yeah. Woodward is at the, at the top of the club. He's not a footballing man. He's an investment man. He cares about the commercial viability of the, of the project. And because of that, the recruitment is absolutely woeful. Look, they're, they're considering how much money they've spent, the team that they've assembled. Poor. So it's a similar problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's have another look. Uh, what do you guys... So this is from Lord Sneaky 97 He asked, what do you guys think about Emery playing Urza as a false nine? 
can low-key <laughs> see what he was thinking, but playing Laka on the left is a criminal offence. Surely Orba on the left and Pepe on the right would have made more sense. I don't know about... It's bullshit. I don't know about what that's it's, it's bullshit. No. It, 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 does, it doesn't make any sense. This is someone who you can tell he's confused, who changes formation, who changes personnel, who moves by a game-to-game basis, trying to stumble upon something that works because nothing has worked for him in the whole time he's been here. The only thing Emery has shown... Throughout his whole previous career, the only thing that he's worked well and coached well was a four-two-three-one. Funnily enough, he doesn't play that formation anymore. Why? I I, I don't know. Um, funnily enough, as well, people have always wanted to see Erzo and Pepe together. Erzo and Pepe have not; they've barely shared any minutes on the pitch together. Um, probably because he's wary about their sort of lack of defensive now together. But at the same time, the 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 giveaway that could give us going forward, he, he's he's just not traded that off because naturally the guy's a very cautious manager by trade. He likes to play his three centre mids almost in a line together, which leads to a massive disconnect. So no, um, at this stage, I'm not hearing anything about Emery tactical um, now because it's all BS, brother, and, and he, he literally doesn't nice. have a clue. This 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 is the same manager who said that he was never gonna like I said he, he was leaving out Ozil only to call him back again, and he did the same thing last year with Ozil and Ramsey. Um, when we had lost away to Bate Borisov in the Europa League and then all of a sudden both of them are back in the team. So, yeah, spare me with that bullshit. Get him out as soon as possible, man. Facts. Mm. I mean, uh, false nine, Ozil, you know. Yeah. To do what? I, mean, I don't I don't get it. Like, what was the? What, what do you want him to do as a false nine? What's the plan like, for Ozil? Because he, he knows Ozil isn't going to press them fullbacks too tough. He knows he's not on it. So, I guess I I get this. I, I don't agree with it and I don't get it, but I kind of get where he was coming with with it. But it's, like you lot said, it's just stupidness. Like, it, it's not going to help it. There was once upon a time where we were, you know, where we were really struggling up front and um, people, the hipsters wanted to see Ozil up front. They wanted to see him in that full oh, starting yeah. position. Wow. That's, that's not Maybe his the game, man. At the time, wanted, like, suited suit that style but, but it, yeah I don't know but that, that that doesn't make any sense considering we need Ozil to help progress play we can't get the ball upfield so mm. one of the players who can help us progress we're making him the first yeah maybe, maybe now but I mean before we had like players like Kazula and um nah, it's dead man they stayed they stayed I don't understand what as a false nine you expect him to do what do you want yeah. him to do he's like, based on his skill set Germany hasn't he oh okay <laughs> but, but I mean still based on his skill set what do you expect him to do as a false nine? Well, what's his job? I, I, I don't get it. It doesn't he, make sense. He's, he's not someone who's going to pick up the ball, dribble past a few players. And, yeah. he, and as we've seen throughout his whole career, Ozil's not someone who likes to shoot. So I, I, there's, there's no logic in playing him as the, as the furthest player. Exactly forward. that. No. So, like yeah. He does nothing. Like, I don't understand what he's supposed to do up there with his skill set. It doesn't make sense. All right. Okay. Um, Mr. K. Jamfi. Us, uh, in the highly unlikely, in the high, sorry, in the highly likely outcome that we don't make the the uh, Champions League, um, and Orbazet, Xhaka, and possibly Torreira leave, who would you replace them with? Oh. So let's let's start with Oba and Lacazette first. You man, take the floor because <laughs> I mean, I, I, last think about week, like, we, I think we had a go at answering this question last week, and uh, Leroy suggested uh, that he would take Cavani in the short term, which I quite like that idea of that because happen, yeah, I yeah, I think, Cavani, Cavani would bang in the Premier League. Um, it would be a short term. 
Holland is it Holland? Yeah, Holland, Holland. Where is he? I think I, I, I just don't think he'll. I think he's on right the radar of too many big clubs, man. The, 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 that that one is impossible, bro. Because yeah. that one is already he, he's already bust too far. Apparently he's going. So, apparently he's going Leipzig. Apparently, yeah, Leipzig. It's it's, it's well, big job. It's, yeah, that's that money laundering shit. Out of yeah. Red, big uh, big Red Bull, job. Bro. So, yeah, Red Bull and Leipzig and Salzburg. And the thing is, once he ends up at Leipzig, he's going to go for ridiculous yeah, money yeah. afterwards, bro. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I think um, I don't know. I I don't know like of the various options. Is is Musa Dembele is Musa Dembele feasible? Yeah, I think so. That 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 That's might a shout. Be, yeah, yeah. That, that might be some some sort of option you you plump for. Um, yeah, there aren't many sort of like like mid like early mid twenties. Like yeah, Jovic is a decent shout, but mm. I have my concerns about Jovic as well. Um, he's, in terms he's... of from from another athleticism standpoint as well. Yeah, like, I I, I want players who. I don't want any more unathletic players at Arsenal. I really don't. I, I really don't. So once we get once like the likes of Xhaka and Lacazette go, first and foremost, the base of the, the players we start signing, they have to be athletic. And hopefully, obviously, on top of that, they have that technical skill set to go with it. So, yeah, um, yeah. 100%, 100%. So, yeah, um, Dembele is the immediate shout that comes to mind. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure there are strikers. And through the course of the season, you'll probably see like in the Europa as well, there'll probably be some more strikers that come to the fore because that's how Jovic bust last season as well. Scouts so, just uh, need to do their job, man. They're paid yeah. to watch football. They watch football days, do your jobs and find something. Is um is that Tarum guy? Is he a striker? Yeah, my, my, that's yeah. a good show actually. Yeah, I saw him on the weekend. He looks. Yeah, so, I know it's in Germany. Is you got to be yeah, you got to be careful with these Germans. But, but he's good, but more developed. Do you, do you know what with him as well? Because he played for um he played for Gangon last season and they got relegated from League High in it. So, mm-hmm. but um and he was a lot of teams were actually even looking at him and it was um yeah so he he ended up going to Gladbach as well for like eight million euros. But yeah. physically he's mad impressive, bro, yeah, and yeah. he's also got. He's also got quite a bit of a turn of pace, so he played that on the wing. Decision making, though, man. Yeah, so he played on the wing, but now they're playing him up front, which I think suits his sort of skill set as well. So that might actually be what yeah, one. They're, to t- they're top of the league, right? And he scored like a shitload yeah. of goals this season. Yeah, so that that actually might be one to watch as well. So uh, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, what about for Xhaka? I, I guess we've we've already discussed this quite a lot, but Deluda, what's your thoughts on? Um, well, Deluda and Leo, what were your thoughts on uh, replacing Xhaka and Torreira? Oh, Xhaka and Torreira. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I like Sumer. I, I say, I say all the time. Yeah. I, I like Sumer as a player. Both of them will be tough, man. Because again, as as it was said before. I'm looking for not just athleticism, but the burst over maybe like the first 60 yards. I, I'd like to see some burst from some Arsenal players, man. There's some Arsenal players like Willock that are quite athletic, but their burst over the first 60, it's not, it's not amazing. Oh, so like, I'd like, like to burst, see. But you, uh, you, you... Listen, listen, stay yeah. calm, buddy. Yeah, I don't want to say, don't want to say about Lacazette. Hey, where, where, where's that burst stay there? Stay calm, hey, man. Hey? Like, like burst, no, but no, not for your strikers. <laughs> I said I'd sell Lacazette, man. Relax. What's, what's going on? <laughs> What's going on here, man? <laughs> Stay calm, man. Listen, I said I like burst, innit? Whatever. Yeah, I, I, I would like some some players with a bit of burst over the first sixty at Arsenal. I don't okay. think I don't feel like we have many, if any, of those. Mm-hmm. Abamyang being the standout player there, but and Martinelli, to be fair. But yeah, um, Sumer is the only one I can really pick out, man. Mm. I like I like Sangare as well. Uh, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's good as well, but he's not. Again, athleticism is he's decent. He's he's got his, his athleticism. He's all right. Yeah, athleticism wise, he's decent. 
Deluded, what about you? I know you got your ears to the ground with this skating, lo uh, with this scouting lock. So I'm expecting you to provide us with some uh, left field options. On the left hand side, what? Of, no, 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 no. Just, uh, just uh, I mean, like left field, like you oh, know, oh, players uh, we ain't heard of. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> on the top of my, off the top of my head, do you know what? He, he kind of not necessarily playing central mid all the time, but I'd actually, I like the look of Shabazz line. I really like okay, the look yeah, of. Yeah, he's teched out. Yeah, he's teched out, man. Good player. He'd be my big target, man. He'd, he'd be the first I like one. That pronunciation of him as well, like that was. Really... Yeah. Can you say it again for me, please? <laughs> Shabazz line, yeah, blood. Lewis, Lewis, try yourself, try yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Oh, I like man. him. Hungarian. Yeah. You put me on this. The name's actually just. Oh, come back to me, but names escape my mind. I'm about to say something. Come on, man. I expect you have your shortlist ready and all sorts. Yeah, but it's difficult from seeing good players and then saying, yeah, they'll make a difference at Arsenal. I'd like to. I'd like to go for that young lad at Rennes. He's he'd probably get eaten alive first initial months in the six, the sixteen year old. Yeah, 16, 17-year-old lad. I think he's quite decent physically. Oh, listen, if he's... Cam Cam yeah, 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 him. Probably them two, to be fair with you. But would they come? Would Shabazz, especially in Shabazzlai's case, Shabazzlai, whatever his name Apparently is. Apparently, we're, we're still tracking Sub um, whatever his name is. As we should, but mid-season... We're, 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 we're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you're a criminal, man. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, cool. Let's do a couple more questions. Um, uh, okay, Kadeem underscore 95. Um, he says, so what other sports are you man getting into whilst Arsenal are disgracing themselves? I'm a big MMA guy myself. <laughs> and I'd recommend it. It really lets you down like Arsenal do. Oh, man. Well, I'm, you know, you know I'm, a, I'm a big boxing fan. I like the boxing. Um, oh. MMA yeah, as well. I'm into it. Yeah, I don't do much of it myself, but you know, I do enjoy watching it. Um, F1, man. I, I'm watching. Yeah, yeah. F1, oh yeah, man. you like you like watching cars go round in a circle. Um, <laughs> not quite. But, uh, cool. You like you like that burst, do you? You like the burst? Yeah, it's the burst, mate. It's the burst. <laughs> no, man. Big up Hamilton doing his thing, man. Making That's... us proud. Do you know what? My I tried to watch an NFL game that other day. Fucking hell, it's difficult. Like, I really tried to like it. You know when you try and like something? Yeah, like you mm. kid yourself into doing it. Jeez, it's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, I like basketball uh, you, you, when, you, I, when you, I can watch it. Fam. And, and this, is, this is the thing for me. I love, I love basketball, but fam, this is how you know I'm turning 30 next month, bro. Because all these American sports that are on at mad hours, I just can't stay awake, bro. Nah, I'm asleep, never, like... I can't stay up for them, man. So like two AM in the morning, like I'm just in bed, bruv. So yeah, but it's good. It's good now with NBA and NFL because on a Sunday when Arsenal are normally playing these days, NFL and NBA is on, so you don't have to watch Arsenal. Yeah, true, true, because <laughs> you know, it comes on during the day, doesn't it? It's very true. NBA, yeah, I enjoy. I, I really like basketball. I just can't wait oh, to watch what? it. But then like five freaks of nature against five freaks of nature. Who just yeah, man. Putting them <laughs> all into a bloody net. <laughs> crazy, man. That Lewis, you're so nuts. Brexit, bruv. Stupid <laughs> game. It's all Brexit, man. Oh, this guy. Bloody stupid game. Leave that to the Man United lads, yeah? We'll, we'll, we'll stick with football and pick up... Look, watch snooker or something. That's more of a, you know... I've watched it. When snooker's on, I don't mind watching it, you know? I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, snooker's quite... It's, it's very therapeutic. I do like it's, it. And it's, it's you can appreciate the skill level for it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's nothing like watching a, a few fat white guys uh, knocking a ball into, uh, into some pockets, you know? That's, that's the skill level I'm here for. <laughs> What's going on here, bro? 
Please, you're oh. a disgrace, bro. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, I think we'll um, we'll call it a night. Yeah. It's, it's been a good one. Um, Deluded, where can people find you? Uh, my Twitter, if I remember the hashtag of the, the fucking handle thing. Deluded Guna 04 and everything, including YouTube, or if you just type in Deluded Guna, that's everything, isn't it? Yeah. Cool. Um, Leo? Uh, yeah, education. Yeah, don't do this again. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I've already been ed- educated. I've already been educated. K-E-T-I-O-N. That's my at on Twitter. Yep. And on Instagram, I don't have anything else. So, yeah. Sean, uh, what's the invite for your birthday party next month? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, don't come and bait my life out on, on, on this platform, bro. But yeah, man, well, man's you... 30, 30 next month, sure. Well, the day after Sean's birthday, you can come and celebrate it with him. We are doing the Touchdown Frackers live show, as mentioned at the start. <laughs> It's on the 15th of December. Get your tickets at ships.com. We will be showing the Arsenal Man City game. You may want to miss that part out and just come to the live show part, which is perfectly fine with me because I'm pretty sure I'll be doing the same. But yeah, get your tickets at ships.com. They are £12.50. And uh, we won't be back next week, but we'll be back the week after. Uh, we'll see you then. Peace out. This year, more comfy and cozy with accent pillows and throws for toasty warm toes. More cooking and baking, all the gourmet spreads you'll be making. And the I love it gifts that pile up under the tree will totally go down in history. Make your holidays more special without specialty store prices. Bold pieces, endless discoveries, game changing savings. Home Sense, cheer is here. Sports Social Podcast Network.